Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Talkback time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150 811. Twenty-eight away from ten here on SCNZ. This is Mornings with Ian Smith. It is talkback time, and uh, caller of the month could win an Oklahoma Joe's Black Jack Charcoal Kettle Grill. Thanks to Abe Living, a few texts have come through. Uh, stop looking outside the twenty-three. For most positions, there are two or three options. We have chosen move forward. Consistency is the key. Now that's from Peter. Thanks for your text, Peter. Yeah, I've been. I, I hear what you're saying, but twenty-three isn't enough to win a World Cup. You need more, and I don't know that you can put faith in Dane Coles as our third hooker given he'll nearly be 37 come the World Cup next year uh, and he's injured yet again uh, and we don't seem to have an out and out third option at the moment so I think it is still worth the conversation. We can get your thoughts on who that hooker should be. Should it be Kurt Eklund or do you think it should be someone else and why is Kurt Eklund out of the picture? That is a question that Graham might be able to answer from Christchurch. G'day Graham. how are you? Uh, I haven't got the answer. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> But I've got plenty of opinions, as you know. But, uh, yeah, great interview with Izzy. Um, stepping up for um, J- J- Jamie Wall, and you're stepping in for Smithy. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, the, with the selections, you know, and, and obviously the performance by the All Blacks, I mean, I thought it was outstanding. Um, you know, the Welsh were a better side on paper than what they were last year. And when we played them, you know, it was just over a year ago in the same ground. So, I mean, that was, was a big step forward. But I think, you know, just to... A couple of things, you know. I think, really, I think the hookers. Well, I think, I think Cody Taylor, you know, obviously got back as mojo, you know, um, and that and that's great because you know he had a, he had his you know uh, ch- challenges earlier in the um, you know against Argentina and that. So, you know, I think he, him, and Summer Sony, you know, I think personally, I think they're lock-ins, and I think if you know the Wellington hooker Armoa, you know, I I personally think. <laughs> At this this time would be my my you know three choices in terms of um, those positions. I, I just think Dane Coles, it's just time to let him go. And it, the same goes with Sam Kane. Um, you know, sadly for him, I know he's given it his all, but I, I personally think Sam Whitelock now as captain would be a better lock-in. Um, excuse the pun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just think he. Uh, yeah, I just think he just brings that presence. Of mind, um, you know, as captain, you know, and, and you know, and obviously Artie's playing so great, you know, he was probably the the next choice outside of him. Yeah, I just think, yeah, and the other positions like Ethan Blackout, you're saying, you know, he'll come back, and Cullen Grace, obviously next year, I think, you know, they'll make the super, uh, the All Black squad for the World Cup. Ethan will be a certainty if if he's fit, and I think Cullen Grace should be there as well. But you got those three Lucys, Papaliti and. Frizzell and obviously Savia did brilliantly against the Welsh. You know, I think that 
you know, you need depth, and, and you know that probably the text is right, Peter, um, saying you know about you need more than just the twenty three. You don't know who's going to get injured either. But you know that you know those conversations are good because some people were saying last year or earlier this season, you know, we didn't have the depth, or we've lost the players overseas to Japan, which is partially true. But I think. You know, I think, you know, there's a bit more clarity where we were going, you know. Not to say that, you know, there's a long road ahead still. Yeah, it is. There's still a long way to go, mate. And as you said, we've got plenty of options in the loose. You know, you've got to think that Akira Iwani is still an option there as well. You know, Luke Jacobson, they seem to like. Uh, he's always seems to be sort of there or thereabouts in the mix. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, there's 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 a few. And then when Scott Barrett's back, uh, you know, he and Tupu Vai can both play six if they need to. So what will they do? Hoskins Satudu's had a bit of game time this season as well. Uh, certainly uh, not struggling. At that uh, at, at that position, mate, and as you say, Ethan Blackadder. So, yeah, it's really the heat is on um, Sam Kane to get fit and, and prove that he can put a string of games together. Because nothing against the bloke, he sacrificed a lot for the black jersey, uh, but he seems to be getting knocks here, there, and everywhere. And I, I don't know that he a bit like Dane Coles that you can trust them to be able to get through a whole tournament without picking up an injury like that. But thanks for your call, Graham. Appreciate it. No worries. Yep, yep. Cheers. Cheers. Another text come through as well. Double eight, double three from Mark. There is no way the All Blacks are winning the World Cup. Mark my words. Thanks for that, Mark. Now, double eight, double three is the Temper Bedpost text machine. It's a good way to get in touch with us, but it doesn't put you in the draw for the Oklahoma Joe's Black Jack Charcoal Kettle Grill. Thanks to Able Living. You need to call us on 0800 150 811 to get in that draw, and that's exactly what Chris from Tauranga has done. G'day, Chris. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good yourself? Yeah. Yeah, good, thanks. Well, just a couple of things. Um, uh, yeah, I think, um, personally, I think Sam Kane might have played his last game for the All Blacks with the depth that we have and, and Dalton's performance, uh, just not only over the ball and, and uh, in defence, but with ball in hand, which Sam doesn't seem to be doing lately. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, the mix just looked unreal. Just uh, everyone was doing the job. The balance was perfect, whereas the, it looked like in the past, Artie seemed to be covering a bit for, um, you know, different people where he could just do his own role, running the ball. And, and uh, you know, I thought it was fantastic. But um, uh, it was a good performance and, and um, one they should be pretty proud, especially with England getting beaten overnight by Argentina. was a bit of a shock. Yeah, I mean, it was a, that was a great result. I mean, I don't know about you, but yeah. is, there, is there another rugby team on the planet that you love to see lose more than the England rugby team? Is, I mean, for Kiwis, I think no. it's between them and the Saffirs generally, isn't it? Yeah, and um, it's, it even goes as far as the sporting team. It's probably between them and the Aussie cricket team. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, no, I'm um, with you there. Um, and, listen, on the women's game, I thought it was a really, really good game. Good, um, you know, if we can fix our clean-out, I think, uh, you know, uh, the girls look really, really good. But for me, Stacey Fuller looked like, um, you know, that period you have in your game where you um, there's a couple of years in your, in your game where everything seems to go slightly slow motion and around you and you have a little bit more time. Mm. I think she's uh, right in that mix at the moment. She just looks brilliant um, and uh, and quite a bit ahead of some of the others around her. So um, yeah, I think she's yeah top of the game. She looks, looks really, really good. So hopefully uh, I mean the midfield with uh, Fitzgerald and, and her you know, and, and outside it just looks Really good if we can if we can work out that breakdown. I think we can give England a big fright. So. Yeah. Well, that's that. What did you make of the England performance against Canada? I think the Canadians gave them way more trouble than they were expecting. Look, I've got to be honest. I uh, went off and played golf, so I missed it. Um, I haven't seen the replay of it yet. So, um, but yeah, Canada obviously gave them 
you know, managed to score some points against them. So, um, yeah, uh, I'll have a look at that and um, see where where they did that. But, uh, yeah, I was really pleased with the um, with uh, uh, the girls' or the women's performance. So, yeah, it was really yeah, good. It was um, good. The, the one thing that I, I would um, – and I was talking to um, Jamie Wall about this over the weekend was, the, was, was Kendra, who's one of our most experienced players, you know, um, Opting in the last four minutes, we're up by one point to tap and go rather than kick to the line and kill the clock. You know, um, you know that was a bit of a head scratcher for me. But she seemed—I don't know if that's just her following game plan and hey, this is what we're going to do every time because that's how we're going to play, uh, or just getting overexcited because of the occasion. Yeah, it was interesting. Smithy in the press conference said, um, uh, "I think the kicking game might be my mistake because uh, I've told them to run everything, and they seem to have really listened to it and forgotten about." <laughs> any sort of chance to kick a game, you know, which was quite interesting because they are, they're, they're, you know, I mean, um, it, it looks good, but it, there's a little bit too much sevens in there, isn't there? You know, mm. that just at times there's a little bit tap and go everything, um, throw everything. Uh, I think they probably need to have a little bit of a kicking game against England just to take some territory because England will make you pay if you make a mistake, I think, whereas, um, yeah, uh, I mean, France looked good. And, uh, you know, right down to that last kick where every hoodoo under the sun, we were all probably chanting as she was lining up the kick. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, yeah it, was, it was pretty nervous times, mate. What else uh, stood out for you this weekend, Chris? Oh, so the cricket was uh, really interesting, you know. Um, oh, all of a sudden, we, we could have been playing Bangladesh, for you know, <laughs> from playing South Africa to, uh, you know, at one stage we, were, we could have been playing India or South Africa or... Um, Pakistan and um, Pakistan have looked a bit scratchy of late, but they're such a good side. Um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I think I would have preferred to play South Africa personally, but um, yeah, Pakistan, we can we can beat them and get into a final. And, and the other one uh, just depends on who's there, who's on their um, their day really on the game of the day, England or um, India. You know they. Uh, that's a pretty good matchup, really. So I think, be a good game. I think Adelaide will probably favour India, just looking at the way that, that pitch played yesterday, because it was a bit slower and slower, wasn't it? And it was pretty hard to get yeah. the ball away at times. Yeah, it was, but uh, you just never know about those England openers. If they get away, um, they can set some sort of target. But you're right, it was a bit slow and hard to get away. Yeah, yeah. And as for the league, um, the league was uh, scratchy, but Manu's an incredible player, isn't he? You know, I mean, he's... he's we almost need him at centre, but you can't afford not to have him at fullback with the work rate he does, you know, at fullback. So, um, yeah, but, uh, you know, against Luttrell, um, you'd love to have a good tidy centre to tidy it up, but you can't afford not to have him at fullback. So, yeah, um, it's yeah. interesting, actually, where um, Michael Maguire's gone at centre because he's gone to Britain Cora. Uh, and Peter Hicku, both the last couple of games. But I thought Sebastian Chris was probably nailed on our best centre, but he hasn't seemed to be there. So uh, I guess it depends what, what he decides to do. Maybe he's looking at it more as a defensive centre in Britain Akore rather than somebody that can break a game and leaves that to Joey Manu to inject himself. Yeah, yeah. I suppose uh, the Australian centres are so dangerous that um, you know perhaps you do have to try and do a defensive centre. Um, Hicku looks a little bit... Um, scratchy in defence just in the last couple of games, but he's, uh, I mean, he had an incredible year, so you're not going to go away from him, but um, yeah, it's, it, it's, I'm not so sure about the league anymore. I sort of, uh, you know, was quite hopeful going into the tournament. They just don't look as sharp. Hopefully they it all clicks on the day because every one of those players has played 
uh, just about every one of those Kiwi players has been on top of the game all year. So um, hopefully it all clicks for them in the in the semi. Yeah, fingers crossed, so. mate. Good stuff, Chris. Thanks very much for your call, bud. Go well. Yeah, have a good day. See yeah, you. you too, mate. Uh, 0800 811 is our number. And Oklahoma Joe's Blackjack Charcoal Kettle Grill, thanks to Ava Living, up for grabs for our caller of the month. So make sure you do give us a call. I have had a couple of texts come through as well. Hey, Rick Dog, as you know, Cup Day at Addington is the biggest racing event in New Zealand. The only thing I think they should do is put on a concert or something similar at the end of the races. Imagine after the last race they get shape shifter in front of the main stand and get the crowd humming. How good. It's like Pat is well and truly amped for Cup Day tomorrow, doesn't it, Logan? Would there be, uh, I'm just trying to think, Cup Day, how how are the legs at the end of Cup Day? Would you be able to stand in a mosh pit or anything? Or in, you know, well, <laughs> Would you be able to stand full stop? Exactly. Some, some of the sights I've seen in Christchurch at Cup Day, yeah. That, well, that's my point. I, I love the idea. I mean, it, make it a whole big festival. Don't just, you know, obviously make it big on racing and then make it a party afterwards. Yeah, that, that sounds a great idea, Paddy. We'll put you in touch with the organisers. I'll pass your phone number on. Maybe you can uh, you can you can get on the entertainment committee, Paddy. Yeah, I love it. Another one there through on the uh, Temper Beer Post text machine there, Ricardo. Big win for the Wellington Phoenix, of course. Brian comes in here. He put $20 on the Wellington Phoenix to win the competition last week as he's just had a look now and still can't believe that they're paying 51 to win the competition and he's doing this on the back of uh, how good they've looked against well I mean obviously there's issues there giving up soft goals as uh, Ufok would say but you know looked good against Melbourne City amazing against MacArthur yesterday Ricardo. Yeah I can't understand uh, I'm not sure who was setting the odds for the TAB whether they were set here or whether they're copying uh, one of the you know because they often trade uh, information with the Australian or UK websites but they were dead last at the beginning of the season, the Phoenix, in the uh, betting for uh, in the odds to win the win the tra- championship. And I looked at that squad and I was like, this is a better squad than last year and we made the playoffs last year. Um, you know, and you looked at it and you could argue that Perth were going to be worse. You could argue that uh, Central Coast were going to be worse. You could argue that Newcastle were going to be worse. You know, you could argue all of those things. And uh, yet there we were. So uh, yeah, I couldn't get my head around those those um, those numbers. So good on you, Brian, for getting on at that price. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter, or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.